the H1B Guy here, and today, the H1B Guy news for the week ending February 9th, 2024. Today I'll cover H1B lottery failures leads to Canada's gains, and additional green cards and age-out protections almost included in some border bill. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this post so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention that H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. Perm-ads.com, the industry leader providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment phase of the labor certification process. And by Mob Squad, are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. Well, on February 5th, 2024, Ethan Brown for the Mercury News and Post titled H1B Bad Luck and Skilled Worker Visa Lottery Pushes Workers from Silicon Valley and Other U.S. Regions to Canada. Quote, Silicon Valley's loss, Canada's gain. Data analyst Ming-Fan Chao, from a Chinese citizen with a U.S. master's degree, worked for several years in San Jose under temporary employment permits. But for three years running, she lost the H-1B lottery skilled worker visa that would have allowed her to stay and work in the country. In Silicon Valley, the density of opportunities for tech workers, vast investment capital, and world-leading companies and industries create a powerful gravitational pull for skilled workers, said Sean Randolph, Senior Director of the Bay Area Council's Economic Institute. For many skilled foreign workers and the companies that wish to employ them, bad luck in the H-1B draw or years-long waits for green cards means that their potentially valuable employees, often highly educated, take their talents elsewhere. Last year, America's Neighbor to the North launched a work permit program designed specifically to poach thousands of H-1B holders. Canada's Consul General in San Francisco, Rana Sarkar, said at the time he expected the majority of the visa holders to come from Silicon Valley, explaining, this is where we're coming to attract talent. Sarkar said this week that nearly 6,200 work permits had been approved under the program. It's not just Silicon Valley that sees sought-after technology workers stymied in their desire to continue living and working in the United States after receiving higher education here than end up in Canada. Computer engineer and Indian citizen Sudeep Dada received a master's in business analytics at the University of Florida and worked three years for a marketing company in Fort Lauderdale. He and his wife, Suchi Bakshi, who has a business analytics master's from a different Florida university, mapped out career goals and made plans to raise a family. We were totally in love with Florida, Dada said. We had no plans to move out of Florida. Both were on work permits. Neither got the H-1B awarded by the lottery for the first time their employers applied in 2021. His wife received the visa on the second go-around, but that meant little without one for him. 
Three times I did not get picked, Donna said. His work permit ran out in January of last year. The same month, the couple packed up and moved to Toronto after Canadian authorities gave them high marks for education and work experience in the country's points-based visa system that prioritizes skilled immigrants. Dada and Chow, like nearly 100 other formerly U.S.-based foreign workers, were helped into Canada by Syndesis, a company founded by former Silicon Valley entrepreneur Mark Pavlovitlus. Syndesis helps U.S. companies and their non-citizen employees navigate Canada's immigration bureaucracy so that workers can move across the northern border and continue working for their companies remotely, an employment option that has gained substantial traction since the pandemic. American employers find great value in little friction and moving a worker unlucky in the H-1B draw to Canada, Pavlovic Blue said. The time zone can be the same or close, unlike the difference if an employee moved to India or China, he said. And the option, the other option, letting go of a worker cost a company that personal and experience can destroy projects and impose a substantial cost for recruiting and training, a replacement, Palabu said. It takes about two and a half months to obtain a Canadian work permit for a skilled foreign employee. The worker usually has permanent residence, the equivalent of a green card in 18 months or less, and citizenship if they want it in four years, he said. So full disclosure, Syndesis has been a sponsor on this platform for over three years now. And Mark is a good friend, and he and his team do great work in assisting individuals facing similar stations to what Chow and Dada, um, whose both stories were highlighted in this post. Unfortunately, not a lot has changed since the inception of the electronic registration for the H-1B lottery over the last four years. Each year since 2020, which was fiscal year 2021's lottery, uh, we've seen significant and historic increases in registrations for the H-1B lottery. With over 750,000 registrations received last year alone. The statement from the beginning of the post, Silicon Valley's loss, Canada's gain, should be corrected to read USA's loss, Canada's gain. With aggressive programs to target high-skilled immigrants, including express entry, a merit-based point system, global talent stream, GTS, which is a temporary work permit, as well as the H-1B open work permit, which directly targeted 10,000 H-1B visa holders working in the U.S., Canada is clearly gaining. Posts like this are a real reality check. On one hand, it sheds a harsh light on how broken our immigration system is as a whole, but specifically for employment-based immigration. On the other hand, it brings to light the much-needed option that Mark and his team at Syndesis provide uh, to those who do need a Plan B, as well as mob squad services and systems that they provide. Very similar, but both unique in their capabilities. On February 5th, 2024, Stuart Anderson, a post for Forbes titled Senate Bill Adds Immigrant Visas and H-1B Family Protections. Quote, a new bipartisan Senate bill focuses on the border and military aid, but also includes additional family and employment-based green cards. Surprise provision on immigrant visas would provide modest backlog relief 
After months of negotiations, other unexpected measures in the bill include age-out protection for many longtime visa holders and a path to permanent residence for Afghans paroled in the United States after escaping the Taliban takeover. The bill would add 18,000 employment-based green cards annually for fiscal year 2025 through fiscal year 2029. It will also increase family-based green cards and preference categories by 32,000 a year from fiscal year 2025 to fiscal year 2029. By 2030, the backlog for Indians and the employment-based immigrant preference categories will exceed 2 million. Due to long waiting times for employment-based green cards, children can age out of eligibility in a parent's immigration application after reaching 21. That forces children who grew up in America to self-deport and be separated from their families. This bill would address that issue with new language that uses a child's age at the time of the parent's approved H-1B petition. The bill limits el eligibility to individuals who were dependent children for eight years or longer prior to turning 21 in a green card application for at least two years prior. The bill does not cover children whose parents were on visas other than H-1Bs. Parents might have been in various employment visa statuses before applying or for obtaining a green card so that could prevent a child from reaching eight years of H-4 dependent status. The bill's most controversial provision would allow the Secretary of Homeland Security to invoke Border Emergency Authority to stop processing of many individuals when reaching certain thresholds of inadmissible alien encounters. The legislation does not include new temporary work visas, which history shows are significantly more effective at reducing illegal entry than enforcement only approaches. Well, I would like to mention Senator Langford, Senator Murphy, and Senator Sinema, uh, who sought to include age-out protections for legal childhood arrivals uh, of long-term visa holders, specifically for H-1B visa holders, uh, as well as including uh, additional green cards for preferences. Important to note, though, that this provision is not the same as the American Act, as it does not provide protections for all legal childhood arrivals of long-term visa holders, those on L's and E2 specifically. I do applaud the attempt to add 18,000 employment-based green cards over a five-year period, but the reality is that an additional 90,000 employment-based green cards barely make a dent in the almost 2 million individuals that will be stuck in the green card backlog by the year 2030. However, after only a few days uh, of the provisions being mentioned and, and looking to be included in uh, the Senate uh, border bill, uh, they, were, they were struck and ultimately will not be included as the bill moves forward. I'm torn on this being seen as a positive, as protections for documented dreamers and plans to eliminate the green card backlog continue to be added as provisions to larger pieces of legislation. While on the negative side, they are failing to move forward and really appear to be more of a bordering chip as legislators continue to disagree on a clear path for immigration reform as a whole. For the full post on the H-1B Guy news for the week ending February 9th, 2024, please check out the H-1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's post is brought to you by Syndesis, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. 
and clearly help you navigate the process. And if you'd like to find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Sedesis will be in touch. By perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, perm-ads.com help you. And by MobSquad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner MobSquad has a solution. MobSquad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa-related uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. employer nearshore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking to find a rewarding opportunity in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as four to six weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. employer or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at MobSquad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guide channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.